It was after they'd parked the car and got out that the near-fatal accident happened. One minute, Archie was stood on the green, waiting for her to lock up, and the next, he was in the middle of the road. It was one of those terrible moments in life that seemed to speed up and slow down at the same time. Archie! Polly shouted as she saw a motorbike turning into their lane. Dropping her bag and running out after her son, she managed to grab him by the arm and pull him to safety on the other side of the road, whilst the motorbike swerved dangerously and tore up the green, leaving a deep skid mark in the soft grass before almost crashing into a tree. Oh my God, Archie, what did you think you were doing? Polly cried, holding her son's face in her hands. I was going to pick up that crisp bag, he said, his big eyes wide with innocence. What? It was littering our road he said, pointing in the direction of the wayward crisp packet. Oh, Archie, no crisp packet is worth risking your life for, she said. And what have I told you about crossing roads? You know you're not meant to run out into them without looking. It was then that Polly remembered the motorcyclist and looked up to see him wheeling his bike back onto the road. He was tall and was wearing leathers and a helmet, which he took off as he approached them. Are you guys all right? he asked. We're fine, Polly said, taking in the handsome face with a wide mouth and messy fair hair that was blowing in the wind now that it was released from its helmet. There was something familiar about him, but Polly couldn't quite put her finger on it. I'm so sorry my son wasn't thinking. Jago, Archie suddenly said. Archie, the young man said. Are you okay? I didn't recognize you in your hat. I'm fine, he said. You two know each other, Polly said. I'm Jago. Polly frowned, none the wiser. I came round a few weeks ago, he continued, about the guitar lessons. I met Archie out on the green one morning when he was walking your dog, a spaniel, right? Dickens, Archie said. Dickens likes Jago, Mum. Does he? Polly said with suspicion. I was just leaving my house and Archie clocked the guitar I was carrying, didn't you? He straps it on his back when he takes it out on his bike, Archie said, obviously impressed. Right, Polly said, less impressed than her son, but we don't want guitar lessons. I know, Jago said, you told me. I do, Mum, Archie piped, I want them. Archie, we've been through this, you're already learning the piano and you're struggling with that but that's because it's boring. Oh, and you wouldn't get bored with guitar lessons? He shook his head. I'd love guitar lessons. Well, we're not going to talk about it now, okay? Polly told him. Listen, are you sure you're all right? She asked, turning back to Jago. No bones broken, he said. And your bike? Needs a good wash after all that mud, but it's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm so sorry to have given you such a fright. Tell Jago you're sorry, Archie. You might have caused a serious accident. I'm sorry, Archie said, his cherubic face looking serious for a moment. That's all right, little man, Jago said. No real harm done. Polly watched as he turned around with a wave of his hand and crossed the green to rescue his bike. Archie Pryor! Polly said as soon as Jago was out of earshot. What are you doing to my nerves? Archie looked up at her with a face so full of innocence that she couldn't be angry with him for long. Can we have tea now? 
he asked. A laugh exploded from her at her son's effortless return to normality. Yes, let's have tea, she said, as soon as you've practiced that new piano piece. Oh, Mom, can't I learn to play the guitar instead, please? No, you can't. Your father wanted you to learn the piano, and that's what you're going to do, isn't it? Archie stomped angrily into the house, and Polly followed him, silently cursing the guitar-wielding biker for putting such notions into her young son's head.